0: This
1: is a special, special place in the archive, if you're unfamiliar with it. Um, it is called... The Percolator.
0: The Percolator. Cal- cal-
1: Some people call it a steep. Some people call it a space cowboy. What we do here Some is... Some people call it Maurice. Uh, <laughs> Drew's so glad he wasn't here I that. know. I think Nick, too. Uh, what Ooh. we do here... <laughs> <laughs> what, what we talk about here are things that are... uh. Top of mind, topical uh, bottom of the barrel <laughs> we also have uh, a few fun segments that we run here. we do little special things that only happen in the percolator. Yeah. Uh, I think it 's about time we did one of those yeah let 's do it. Train. Of course, we're talking about trailers. It's oh, one of our favorite things to do. We haven't done this in, in the so percolator. long. I know, so long that I mean, I don't even know where to begin. Cue them up there. Yeah, here tell we me, go. Tell me about some trailers.
0: So, first trailer um we could talk about is Little Evil.
1: Oh yeah, Uh yeah. It looked real dumb. <laughs> um. I think uh Drew pointed out that uh this this film appears to be which is a Netflix movie. Yes. Um appears to be or does not appear to be is uh the product of the same creative force behind Tucker and Dale versus Evil, which is
0: a brilliant movie.
1: Uh I disagree, but that's neither here nor there. That brings that pedigree brings nothing to this for me. <laughs> uh but it doesn't suffer from it either. Because uh, it appears to be equally unwatchable to me. As I've to not seen it.
0: But I, what I do appreciate is uh, I was on Netflix the other day flipping through the old Netflix cues, I guess. I don't know whatever you call them. Mm-hmm. And uh, Aiden said, oh, is it that, that movie about that like devil kid? And I was like, well, actually that movie's called The Omen. And I was able to have an entire conversation with him about The Omen
1: oh, because he because saw this.
0: The, the, just the picture of the kid on Little Evil, which obviously is supposed to be a spoof of Damien from The Omen.
1: Yeah, so this is like a, a satirical um, a modernization yeah. adaptation of The Omen, uh, which I, I'm not necessarily against that idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't if you just threw it out there to me, like you, if I were, if I worked in Hollywood, let's mm-hmm. let's do a dramatic reading. Oh here. man, here we go. All right, I am producer, producer, producer um, <laughs> Irving Smacklepants, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you are pitching to me your latest script. It's called Little Evil. Okay. All right. All right. Who are you? Who are you? What is your name? My name is George Lucas. A fantastic, George. All right, I want you to tell me about this movie you're making. This
0: is a really great movie I wrote called Little Evil. It's really going to
1: change the. I'm parad- confused. I don't pa- get it. Change the paradigm of film as we know it. What's a paradigm? Is that a subtitle? Y- yes. Is that is are, wait? Is paradigm? Is that Are you talking to another company? Are you not talking to my company? No, it,
0: it's going to make you two dimes.
1: The paradigms. Get out of here.
0: Well, you have seen The Omen though, right? The classic Gregory Peck. Oh, movie. The Omen. Yes. Yeah, I love The Omen. So, what happens at the end of that movie? I don't remember. Gregory Peck dies.
1: Spoiler alert, bro.
0: Right. Um, (laughs) For a 40-year-old movie. (laughs) Um, So this takes place after that. And we're going to have Adam Scott. You love him. I love him. Great Hollywood star. Going to be the stepdad of Damien.
1: Wait, 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 wait. This is actually connected to the omen? Sure. All right. I love it. Let's make this movie. Okay. Shake not my hand. <laughs> I think that sounds terrible. Hmm. I, 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 just, I, by like, the
0: way, I don't know if it's actually is supposed to be, Oh, you just made that I just made up. that up.
1: Well, either way, that, I mean, it
0: logically makes sense where that would,
1: I, yeah, I, I guess, uh, I just don't think like the, the, the concept there is enough to sell this movie to me. Uh, and the trailer doesn't do it any favors, mm-hmm. I guess.
0: I don't know what's currently rated, as far as stars. Is it out yet? Oh yeah. Oh. Um, maybe oh, actually. No, that. yeah, it has to be out because I saw it on Netflix. Okay. Next up, we have the Disaster Artist.
1: Oh yeah, this is the uh, the adaptation of the book that is uh, about the making of the movie The Room. The Room. <laughs> Written by uh, Greg Sestero, who is a longtime friend and uh, accomplice to cinematic criminal Tommy Wiseau, Mm -hmm. the writer-director of The Room. And
0: starring polymath James Franco.
1: That's right, as we identified in one of our earliest Archive episodes.
0: It Uh, It was up there.
1: Have you ever seen The Room? I've seen The Room many times.
0: I actually have never seen
1: it that might be okay. Uh, this trailer, well, first of all, I thought I, I, I think this trailer makes this movie look way better than it has any right to. Mm -hmm. Um, I, 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 I'm kind of what the room or the, the disaster, the disaster artist. Yeah. Uh, again, slot this one into the category of movies that I don't think need to exist. (laughs) And, um, but it's the opposite of the little evil situation where in this case, the trailer actually does, um, salvage the conceit a Mm -hmm. little bit. Um, I don't know. I think they, they are faithful to all of the moments. The trailer seems to acknowledge many of the, uh, comedic inconsistencies or, weird eccentricities of the room. Right. Uh, Almost as though they went down a checklist and, you know, said, okay, we got to hit this. We got to hit that. Uh, But they work weirdly.
0: Um, Mm -hmm. Though I'm surprised, especially with James Franco, it's like he's doing Tommy, uh, what is the camera? Wiseau. Wiseau. Yeah. But he's kind of doing a poor Tommy Wiseau. He's, it's like, but, and the thing is, I don't think, I think he could have done a perfect, Tommy Wiseau as far as uh, uh, his performance, but it's like he's doing a version of, I don't know. You, you, know, you know what I'm saying? I kind
1: of do, but yeah. that's partially because I think Tommy Wiseau is doing a version of Tommy Wiseau oh, yeah. well, at pretty much enough. any given moment. So I, I, it's working for me. I, right. I don't know. Tommy Wiseau is a really, uh, he's a fascinating character. He He's a walking contradiction and... Uh, somebody about whom i 'm very conflicted mm-hmm. because he seems like an asshole, and uh, he 's obviously delusional delusional <laughs> yeah in, in, a, in a particular kind of way, wherein he thinks that his um, hubris far exceeds his uh, actual value, mm-hmm, i guess mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, or the his work, the value of his work. Even to the point now that, you know, he intended originally, by all reasonable accounts, for this for the movie The Room to be a serious film. Sure. Right. Like he his original intent like was this going to be a dramatic, yeah. yeah. Uh an emotional roller coaster. And when it was received as something else, he then completely pivoted and yeah, picked up that baton embraced <laughs> that notion. You know, and more power to him, that's fine. Um but he his whole um his whole essence now is wrapped up in that notion of making really poorly executed pieces of filmed entertainment. So oh, has he done more? Yeah. He's he did oh. another movie called um uh it's like The Neighbors, I think. Hmm. Um and it's like set in an apartment building and it's supposed to it's like it's 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 it, it much like the room, it looks like a Cinemax. Made for Cinemax film. Right. Um, and it's clearly going for, it's trying to reproduce what people find appealing about the room. Interesting. But, you know, in an outright explicit way. Mm-hmm. So it's not, he's not making something that people then laugh at. He's trying to get
0: lightning to strike twice. Sarcastically.
1: Yeah, he is. Uh, and I've never seen that, but I have seen an episode, uh, maybe a couple, I think Ashley shared them, uh, a long time ago, uh, of the Tommy Wiseau show, which aired on G4 TV or something, where he like plays video games. I vaguely remember that. Um, I, I feel like the first time I saw it, I thought it was unwatchable. But the second time I watched it, I actually kind of thought it was pretty funny. So I don't know, maybe maybe my acceptance of Tommy Wiseau and all of the things that are associated with him, uh, it just kind of comes and goes. But I'm I'm game for this if um, I don't know. I, I'm not going to rush to see it, but if the feedback is good, uh, and the feedback seems to be good for the right reasons, <laughs> then I might be interested in seeing the Disaster Artist. Sure. Shall we move on? Let's move on.
0: Killing Gunther.
1: I don't even remember this This one. was
0: the Arnold Schwarzenegger
1: movie. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. Uh,
0: movie. Yeah. Um, but him playing a... In, it's basically a spoof. Uh, it's, God, it's like The Office, but with assassins. And he's like the ultimate assassin from way back in the day. And all of these modern assassins are trying to take him out. And he's kicking their teeth in. And, of course, dropping his characteristic Arnold one-liners.
1: Yeah. Um, it's basically a movie that has like, this, this is, this, this reminds me of something like who's Harry Crumb mm-hmm. or something, right? Where it's like totally a personality thing. Like, you know, no, nobody would care about this movie if it weren't Arnold Schwarzenegger. Correct. Right. Uh, and I don't care about this movie because it's Arnold Schwarzenegger hmm. and the, like the joke, the, the, the trailer accentuates the sort of one noteness of the movie. Oh, sure. Um, yeah, I can't, I I mean, maybe it's not offensive. Maybe it's not a bad movie, but I, I would never ever seek to watch this thing.
0: Yeah. It's a, the, all the other assassins are kind of the who's who of modern comedians from Saturday Night Live and other such, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, so here's the deal. I am a absolute sucker for Schwarzenegger. Uh, anything he does with maybe the ex- the exception of, of course, uh, Jingle All the Way, believe it or not. I just, I can't, I can't <laughs> swallow it. Um, <laughs> but literally just what anything the guy does, I'm like, yeah, cool. I'm in. Mm-hmm. It, it, it just,
1: I've I, seen some notoriously uh, maligned Schwarzenegger movies that I've liked. I mean, I thought last action hero was awesome, but I don't see anything here that I haven't already seen. Like, Schwarzenegger as a comedian can only go so far for me, I guess. Mm -hmm. Schwarzenegger as anything really can only go so far (laughs) for me. (laughs) Yeah. I I I guess I like, I would like to see him try something like this if it weren't so obvious. Maybe Mm -hmm. um, if, if it were unclear from the, from the trailer, if, if this were a comedy or if it were like a serious action movie. But it's, I mean, it's set up from the
0: beginning as it's, you know, first person, it's a documentary
1: Right. Yeah. But so, but like a Christopher Guest style oh, okay. comedy, you know I what I mean? You. Like, so there, like, there's no question as you're watching this trailer, like I'm supposed to laugh at this. Right. Even though it's played straight. Right. What I'm saying is if this movie, if it were a little more unclear about how this were actually rolling out, if, mm-hmm. it, if I wasn't sure if I was supposed to laugh at it or take it serious.
0: And honestly, maybe I, I mean, more I implied. think the best case scenario for this thing is that it turns out to be a dark comedy. That would be brilliant yeah. that actually it's, you know, they're playing it up as if it's like, uh, oh, action pack, lots of laughs. But I would love it if this went like real dark, went,
1: like super like kind of Deadpool. Yes, exactly. Uh, take. Yeah, I could see that real dark, real up.
0: fast. I think that'd be the best course for them to do. I doubt they'll do that. I'll probably play it pretty lighthearted.
1: Like Schwarzenegger dies in the first two minutes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wouldn't that be amazing? Be fantastic.
0: Like they do this whole thing and they're trying to like, cause the trailer plays it up as if these guys can't kill him. But yeah, what if like in the first like five minutes they actually do <laughs> and then they have to deal with like, the fallout of like right. this vacuum of like the world's best assassins now gone?
1: Oh, I was just thinking it'd be like it's a bunch of people trying to figure out what to make the movie about now that <laughs> <laughs> the subject is... That, that would work too. <laughs> All right. Give me something else. Okay. Uh, better Watch Out. Yeah. This is another... I don't remember this one. Uh, I think this is another Netflix movie if I'm not mistaken. Uh yeah so speaking of dark comedies uh this better watch out um i guess the the conceit of it is that it's leading you to believe that um oh i remember now this might like you know this this these two kids are going to be uh left at home with this babysitter and like can't she did yeah of course it's at christmas time um and uh the trailer Tells you that that's not the case. Like right. it sort of it sort of belies that, um, and uh, it's actually. It turns out it's more of a dark comedy about what these two um, charges mm-hmm. uh, due to the babysitter and her boyfriend.
0: Or. And, or Presumably. Somebody like, who's a Somebody who's yeah. coming into the Other house. Other people right. entering the house. Yeah. They like kind of do like a dark Home Alone twist on it. And...
1: Yeah. Um, man, th- this is going to be a recurring theme tonight, but like a dumb concept that's not <laughs> served any justice by the trailer, or not, that is not uh, helped at all, aided by the trailer. Sure. Like uh, this is the type of thing that would be a great skit on SNL or something. <laughs> right. right. But... Ninety minutes of it. Come on.
0: Yeah, it's you know. I remember watching it, the trailer, and being like, eh, "Okay." I mean, I guess it's kind of what you're that's saying. That's a thing just, that exists. Yeah, exactly. Here it is. Like if it was on, would I watch it? Probably. Yeah. Would I go out of my way to watch it? Probably not.
1: Probably not. Yeah. Um. I and I was honestly disappointed because I love a good Christmas horror movie, mm-hmm. and when I Krumpus. found out that this one. Yeah, I didn't really care for that one. It was so okay. I'm just
0: wondering if you saw it or not. Yeah.
1: Um. But I, again,
0: I, I, that was a movie that had a lot of potential. Kind of was going in the right direction, and then it kind of just didn't really go anywhere, and then ended. Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah. Uh, we've got something called the Last Warrior.
0: Yes. Now this, uh, I should even say, any movie that has Baba Yaga in in it, just, I'm <laughs> super stoked. It's a Russian fantasy movie, and it has all these, presumably, it looks like almost like a King Arthur's court situation, but then there's also a bunch of just random fantasy creatures and monsters mm-hmm. and stuff. And I I'm kind of stuck for that kind of thing. Plus I can kind of one hand, hand, <laughs> kind of one hand, how many movies I've seen with Baba Yaga in it. And that's, I just love Baba Yaga. I don't know why. I just always been fascinated with that whole concept of a chicken house. I guess. <laughs> house with chicken legs. I
1: think it like uh, this, this thing is not, I'm not going to endorse it, mm-hmm. you know, but I'm, I'm, I'm glad it it exists. Okay. How about that?
0: Yeah, I can dig that. Uh, Not not for it, but not against it.
1: Yeah. I can't say the same for uh, Tomb Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider. I didn't even really watch this, I got to tell you. I I started to watch it, and then I was like, what am I doing? I don't...
0: Well, for the show, you do need to watch these trailers, you realize. You got to swallow it and just take your medicine. Mm.
1: All right. Pretend like I did. Hey, wait a minute. You said you didn't watch one of the other ones earlier.
0: I said I couldn't remember if I saw it or not. Oh, Okay. And ultimately I had. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, this seems like very much in the box of, I guess, they want to make some money. So we'll throw another Tomb Raider movie out there, see how it does.
1: Stylistically, so I've never seen the original Tomb Raider movies. but I did, uh, in the theaters. Can you discern any difference here? No. Okay, so it basically just looks like a, a newer version of what's already been put out there. Yeah. No, Not a unique take or uh, know, particular twist or anything like that.
0: I will say, you know, when Angelina Jolie was cast, I thought it was sort of stunt casting a little bit. I was, mm-hmm. She was pretty big back then. Um, this girl is a relative unknown, I think. Um, I actually think she's an Oscar winner, so maybe I'm actually.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but like, as in, you know, she's only been on the scene for like five years, mm-hmm. as in she's not a big established movie star. So I'll give them a little bit of pedigree. Because they, you know, Oscar winner, blah, blah, whatever the hell her name is? Sure, as as Laura Croft, um,
1: which is a weird play, but okay.
0: Yeah, um, again, trying to bring some credibility to it, I suppose.
1: Yeah, but ultimately,
0: it's one again one of those movies that nobody really asked for, and
1: it seems like a weird time to be doing it too. I guess. Right? Like,
0: well, I guess there's a new game that I think Drew was talking about this, but there's like the the girl who's playing Laura actually did a lot of stuff for the new video games. It's a whole tie-in thing. So they're trying to strike while the iron is hot.
1: Yeah, I guess that's a, that's a decent, uh, effort at synergy. Mm -hmm. Um, doesn't work if you don't care.
0: Exactly. Moving right along to the murder on the Orient Express.
1: Um, I think train looks cool. (laughs) (laughs) I like the cast. Yeah, it's a fun cast. I, I think, uh, it looks like it could be a fun movie. Um, Who directs this? Do we do we, do we know? Kenneth Brana.
0: Yeah, she is directing it.
1: He's directing it.
0: Well, see that 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 legit ups my interest significantly. He's starring and uh, and directing in it. Hmm.
1: Yeah, I don't know. There's just a lot of people in here that I don't ever want to see again. <laughs> so like Johnny Depp, Judy Dench, Penelope <gasps> Cruz. What's wrong with Judy Dench? Willem Dafoe. Like I'm. I'm I'm kind of tired of seeing these people. So, I would I'm glad that Michelle Pfeiffer's in it. I think she's rad. Mhm. Um,
0: Jumanji: Welcome uh, to the Jungle.
1: This looks absolutely stupid and I'd be happy to go see it. Yeah, exactly. It looks really really dumb.
0: I um, actually thought the second trailer um I'm sure you saw the, the, the mm-hmm. original, right? Huge huge movie when we were kids. Mm-hmm. It's great. Um watching the first trailer of this thing, I thought, "Oh, that's kind of lame that they just kind of now it's a video game. Uh, but did you actually watch the second trailer? Mm-hmm. So I liked that it actually had a thing where Jumanji, the board game, some kids found it and are like, board game, who cares? And so it seems like the spirit, whatever, behind Jumanji actually realizes, hey, I got to go with the times. And, and in it update. itself, updates itself. I actually really appreciated that. That was very smart. I doubt, probably the only smart thing that's going to be in this movie. But I appreciated the writers for being like, hey, let's actually acknowledge the old version. And have a reason why it's now a video game
1: see i think that i that offends me <laughs> like <laughs> i don't i'm tired of I'm tired of movies like winking at me you know like i just i don't i don't want that anymore just tell your stupid story wow it's about a video game, make it about a video game you All don't right. need to you know like I, I guess it's just like... What if
0: Christian Dunst does a cameo? Would that make you feel better? No.
1: <laughs> no. What if the, what if the kid,
0: whoever, whoever he is these days, whoever that was?
1: <laughs> whoever that whoever was, was, yeah. No, I just, I think this movie should stand on its own merits. And, was Helen and Hunt that? Was that
0: it. who it was? Bonnie
1: Hunt? Is that <laughs> is some sort of hunt? That was Bonnie Hunt.
0: Bonnie Hunt. Yeah. Good job, Rain. Uh, what if she made a cameo? That'd be kind of cool.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't recognize her. I I honestly don't even remember who she was in that movie.
0: She was the, so if you recall, obviously you don't, uh, (laughs) (laughs) Robin Williams' uh, character and her back in the 50s whatever were kids when he got sucked into the game. And then when he gets out, she's she's, an adult. She's an adult and she's like, oh, you've been missing for 30 years or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, All right.
0: All right. Next up, we got Marvel's The Punisher.
1: This is going to be on Netflix. Is it is. Right? This is the
0: new Netflix series.
1: Okay, is this the same Punisher from the Daredevil show? It is. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, that's that's great. I guess. Did
0: you see the Daredevil show? I did not. No. Yeah. Okay.
1: But I saw this trailer and I thought it just looked boring.
0: Okay. Have you seen any of the Punisher movies?
1: I saw the Dolph Lundgren one. Okay. Oh, no, wait. I saw part of that Thomas Jane one, too.
0: <laughs> All right. Did you ever see the Thomas Jane one-off little mini film? No. I can't remember what it was called. That actually was pretty good. It's like a five-minute little mini movie.
1: Mm. Um, I'm not sure the Punisher as a character should be the center, the central focus of a, of a full movie or a series.
0: Uh, I'm inclined to agree with you. Um, growing up, Punisher was one of my favorite comic book characters. I just loved them. I think... Because he is just a guy, mm-hmm. the amount of punishment uh, that Frank Castle takes and seems to be able just to shrug off is a little unrealistic. Um, yeah. And transitioning a guy who wears, as
1: opposed to like a guy who can climb walls. Well, but yes, because because that at speed is of a spider.
0: But that but he is supernatural, right? As in he is he's more than a regular guy. Sure. Frank Castle is just a dude who has guns, and he gets pretty. Smacked around and and he seems to just bounce back from it pretty quickly. Again, yeah, not that realistic. He's
1: not often on the mend. No. Yeah.
0: Um. Point being, I think out of many, many, many characters, it's hard, especially if you want to go authentic. Guy in all black with a big white skull on his chest doesn't quite transition well, I think, onto the screen, mm-hmm. unless it's done with just just the right amount of. Almost tongue in cheek, like yeah, he knows that this is ridiculous, but you know what? He's that's his.
1: Well, thing, or so. just like you know, uh, I think one of the reasons why the the Dolph Lundgren Punisher movie works for me is because it doesn't try to. It it pulls the character out of the comic book mm-hmm. and puts it into a movie, you right? Know, like it, that that movie is just a generic '80s action movie, <laughs> definitely. With ninjas, you know, and stuff like it, he it it yanks the character, takes just well, the, the ninja's actually basic p- element of that character and puts him in a different context. So, I think that works. I don't know that being um, particularly faithful to the comic will work or can work, mm-hmm. but I don't know.
0: Yeah, he was as a side character in the second Daredevil uh, uh, season.
1: That worked there we really go. well.
0: There, exa- I was like, yeah. like, what was it that worked so well about that? It was a small dose. Yeah. It was, he had a job to do. It wasn't focused on him. Yeah. He was a secondary character. Perfect.
1: Yeah. I'll
0: be very curious to see. Because they, they already explored a lot of his background in that season. So I'll be curious to see what else they're going to do with this. Yeah.
1: All right. Uh, I think we've got one more. No, we have more than that, dude. We've got Do like we
0: like 12 more. Oh yeah. The uh, Square.
1: This looks awesome. I don't know what it's about, but it looks like awesome. it's about ether. <laughs> yeah. It's it's really hard to discern like a particular narrative from yeah. the trailer, and, and I like that, for that about matter. it. Yeah, yeah, very hard to to read uh but I think it looks super engrossing and uh I'm anxious to see it.
0: Yeah, I mean exactly. Is that much more we can talk about because it is so vague. Yeah. So, but looks looks cool.
1: Aesthetically, it looks rad. Yeah. Uh, then uh, there's there are two tennis movies coming out. <laughs> probably, probably more than that. But well, probably. But yeah. So there's this Borg versus McEnroe uh, movie. And then there's also Battle of the Sexes. Have right. you seen the trailer for that?
0: I have for both of them.
1: Uh, I'm definitely more inclined to see Battle of the Sexes, which is... That's odd, Emma, I would think. Emma Stone? Stone, Emma Stone as Billie Jean King and uh, Steve Carell, Steve Carell as uh, Bobby Briggs. Yeah, it, it's not. It's definitely not the type of movie that I would gravitate toward in concept.
0: Pretty much any tennis movie, I am almost immediately disinterested in. <laughs> I, I mean, and I actually I don't mind playing tennis. I don't mind watching tennis. Yeah, that much. But movies about tennis, I'm always like,
1: yeah, yeah, I. Well, I don't. I don't know if I have any issues with that, but the, just the, the idea of having like two like kind of big name A list uh, stars playing historical figures mm-hmm. that um, that approach doesn't really appeal to me usually. Sure, uh, but something about the execution. I, maybe it is just the strength of the trailer um, makes it work for me. You know, it, it seems to really have a, like a good rhythm or something.
0: I got to be honest. This Borg versus Mech uh, and Row trailer, mm-hmm. uh, I did not know they were talking about tennis when my hit play on this thing, So I was really excited about some sort of sci-fi, <laughs> and I was like, Borg versus Mech and like, Mech and Row, like, okay, so we got Borg, and then Mech and this is going to be, oh, wait, tennis, oh, okay, um, <laughs> and then legit, I was, and I cannot believe these words are about to come out of my mouth, but I was impressed with Shia LaBeouf in this trailer. Oh, yeah. I was like, "Oh okay, Mr. Actor man, look at you just acting the hell out of this thing.
1: I don't know that I've uh, um ever had any issues with his acting ability. I think it's more just like his um his uh real life persona well his real life precedes his right. acting ability. You know? I
0: find that sometimes his acting is a bit pretentious okay um, well that fits exactly
1: he's a, um seems to be a pretentious guy, yeah. Uh, all right. And then we've got one more. HBO is, uh, doing a documentary on the career of Steven Spielberg. Called? Spielberg.
0: There you go.
1: I mean, I guess, I don't know what else they would have called it. Amblin? (laughs) Man, I would have loved that. (laughs) That would have been (laughs) great. Uh, what do you, what do you think of how this looks?
0: Fine. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I don't know. Like the conceptually, I think it's awesome. The trailer didn't really do much for me. That's what I'm kind of um, referring to. I mean, yeah. Uh, there's, there's a line in there, I think where, uh, something about how, uh, it's this great story. I, I think that the, the, the story is really great. Apparently Steven Spielberg, when he was like a teenager or young adult, um, he snuck onto the Universal Studios mm-hmm. back lot. Like he he went on the tram tour and then he jumped off and he just like kind of ran around watching people make movies and like trying to learn from it, um, which isn't referenced in the trailer. Right. Um, it was a simpler time. Yeah. <laughs> but I think like there, there is like a, an interesting narrative there. And I was surprised that it wasn't they they didn't lean a little bit more on that in the trailer. But I thought also the, um, it, the one thing that I do like about it is that, We sort of take for granted now how successful Steven Spielberg is. Do you think? Oh, I do. Yeah. Just because he, he has had failures and he did struggle. You know, I, I think his name is of such esteem now that you don't think of him being fallible in any way. Sure.
0: I remember, uh, in my theater, one, theater, one one class in college. Uh, one of the first things to talk about was who's the best director living right now. Mm-hmm. And we were split into, into groups and every other group chose Spielberg. Mm. I convinced my group to pick Tarantino <laughs> late nineties. You got it. You know, yeah, sure.
1: Yeah. Sure. And, and I don't, I don't necessarily think that's wrong. Like mm-hmm. maybe he is the best director, you know, uh, of the, Last thirty years, or however uh, long he working. Tim Burton, hello.
0: <laughs> Come womp on. womp. I'm sad. <laughs> he was my favorite for years.
1: I guess I just I just say that I think it's interesting that he he has that reputation. We it's it's very easy given the the quality of the majority of his work. Mm-hmm. Um, it's easy to forget about the fact that he didn't go to film school, right? Or he didn't go to you know he he had. Um, Right after Jaws, he made 1941, which was mm-hmm. a complete bomb.
0: Right. Um, but it's funny because even the movies that are kind of maligned of his, there's still... I don't think there's any movie he's made that everyone's like, that was bad. I think even the ones that are kind of on the fence are still plenty of people who love it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that may be true.
0: I'm trying to think of a movie that everyone agrees, that movie is just horrible, and I can't think of one that he's, that he's made.
1: Yeah. Well, and I think it's interesting to look at those, too, anomalies Mm -hmm. it's really interesting to study those in the within the timeline of his career sure like what what were the motivations or you know anyway i look forward to this i think it looks cool um and i'm glad it's not ashton kutcher playing (laughs) steven spielberg (laughs) in a steven spielberg biopic right sure is going to come eventually Uh, yeah
0: that's been my only uh criticism is that it seems a little preemptive that this is coming out I yeah mean, the guy's 60s still
1: making movies yeah too. It's, it's not, not like it's he's not retired like, or anything right it's not like yeah. and now he's on his
0: way out so let's make a it's like he's i don't know if he's at his not at this height of his career but he's still doing fine so yeah, again just the timing seems entity. a little weird yeah agreed but Great. i always go back to the money thing so you know <laughs> Oh, let's go back to the money.
1: All right. Well, let's go back to the money. Uh, oh,
0: that
1: was good. Good, hearty, steep. Yeah. Yeah. I think we'll get out of here all right. and uh,
0: get on that. Uh,
1: that roulette wheel.
0: That root. Ru- eh, all right. That's fine. <laughs>